0: Since 2012, American Field has been the go-to resource for brands big and small to connect with consumers across the country. In 2020, we took to the airwaves, connecting you to makers and doers from wherever you're listening. I'm Lucas Fitz from Smallhand, inviting you to join me in learning the stories behind my favorite brands in the AF network, from the mouths of bright entrepreneurs from coast to coast. Welcome to AF Fireside. Hey there, welcome back to AF Fireside. A little bit of nepotism on today's episode, but I'm, I'm just going to go out and say I'm with my favorite reoccurring guest on the podcast, one Lindsay Andes. Uh, our, what, what's your title these
1: days? whatever you want it to be, you know,
0: <laughs> whatever our brands, par- our brand partnerships manager at American field. Uh, she's responsible for most of the relationships that we have with vendors here. Uh, and from the conversations we've had in the last couple of days, sounds like you are pretty high off of the Austin event that you went to last weekend.
1: Dude, it was, it was a great weekend. It was hot. Saturday was real hot.
0: Yeah. Um, sounded That sounded rough.
1: It was, but The brands are troopers, man. Like everyone, everybody like really showed up. It was, it was a pretty incredible thing to watch. And you know, this feeling to like walk into an empty space the day before that is just like bare bones. And then over the next 12, 14 hours, see it transformed into this like, incredibly cool experience for everybody. Yeah. Um, It was awesome
0: yeah being behind the scenes at one of those events is both one of the 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 most stressful and most rewarding experiences I've ever had
1: you know I was I was telling Ryan you know I've now seen our you know larger events you know of all scales from from every side of the spectrum like as a consumer back in like 2015 and then as a as a brand in 2017 and then you know as a as an AF team member putting it together at our Brooklyn event in you know in 2021 but now at this like Austin event and I'm like I've really seen the progression and it's yeah it's amazing how much work goes in to all parts of it you know um and so much of that relies on the brands coming as they are and being like game and ready, like things change and shift and the weather is hot and then the weather is cold, but like everybody just came with this really cool attitude um, to just do the damn thing and they really did. And so did the AF team. Like I just think it was a really great experience for everybody and um, I feel super grateful to be a part of that community as a brand as an AF team member and as someone who um, will always shop, no matter yeah. if I'm a brand yeah. or working for AF, I'm like running around before it closes to like grab things. Oh yeah, I know the move. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cool, dude. Well, um, it looked so awesome. I obviously watched it play out in Massachusetts, was able to make it down to Texas last weekend, uh, but I'm hoping that you can give me a high level recap of some of your favorite things that were at the Hill Country Howdown.
1: Yes, I can do that. Um, I mean, every brand was so cool. Like I said, like everyone really showed up and like the, the curation, which I have to like give props to, um, Tim and Mark for like finding these cool brands that were all like very much in the same vein, you know, Mm -hmm. like it was very outdoor themed, but not, um, it wasn't like singular, you know, like there's brands there that you would not have expected had you heard outdoor, but totally fit in and we're almost yeah. like a, an incredible addition. Um, you've done a podcast with um Bronte from Lunchroom Anxiety and Richter Goods, and one their setup was so cool and like very inviting and very like them. Um, mm-hmm. and like it was so cool too i'm always such a fan if a brand can bring something that's interactive with them you know like watching someone chain stitch on like a hundred plus year old machine and then have that item is cool she made um matching hats for me and my best friend i went to high school with bronte so my high school best friend and i got um hats that's so funny but um that was really cool and richter goods who they're you know together a unit. um, just like had a really cool, um, very different than any other brand there, um, which stood out in a really interesting and inviting way. Yeah, yeah uh, I thought it was
0: it was really interesting that this was um, the first time at, at this scale with American Field that we had like a unifier behind all brands. And, you know, everybody kind of falls into the theme differently. But I thought, um, you know, I'm like not. I pose as an outdoor guy. I'm not really an outdoor guy. Um, yeah. but the event from what I saw, did not look like, uh, an REI, you no. know, or like this, this, the Dick sporting goods outdoor section. It was, uh, it was just cool that everybody kind of had this unifier together, even if it was just like seasonal.
1: Right. And I, like, I, I think I, that there is something very, um, interesting about having that unifier. I, I, hesitate to call it a theme because I think when you say theme, people are like, I don't fit into that, you know, but they do. And that's kind of what I mean about like a a Richter Goods or um, Red Rabbit um, Trading Co. who like has this really cool turquoise Navajo inspired jewelry, which you wouldn't really think outdoors, but it, you know, it's just like these all kind of fit together in this way that no matter who showed up, whether you were there because you knew Kuyu and they're very, you know, like outdoor hill country or mm-hmm. you knew, you know, Lunchroom Anxiety or Sallyander, which, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things you're like, yeah, these all really make sense. And yeah. it helps not only with, I think, brand curation, but also consumers kind of know what they're coming for yeah. and then have the ability to be surprised. Um In a good way by brands that are there that they didn't know they were going to see and find like that's always the coolest thing is finding new brands Mm. that you wouldn't otherwise have come across
0: yeah i think the unifier also you know thinking that we're like now coming out of two years of somewhat isolation and uh being in a room with a ton of people and starting a conversation with someone I don't know is more daunting to me now than it was two years ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, to have like a, an easy access entry point to start a conversation with the brand. Um, you know, thinking about Sally Ender, like that's a body care cosmetics brand that has such a great entry point with their, um, the, the bug soap. It's not Which soap, but I the, pretty, the no, they, no bite.
1: The no bite like salve sold out of it. They like they had none left (laughs) crazy but yes totally and also just like you know there are um there's something about that you start to realize what the unifier is that maybe you didn't before which is like yeah outdoor having like a good smelling soap is a good thing and yeah you know like having very rugged jewelry that you don't have to worry about wearing if you're you know doing something outside or like i don't know i felt it felt very um cohesive yeah um, but not one note totally i think that that was a really um a really cool thing to see especially you know when when we get into like holiday season and i we did a podcast about that you know it's the shopping experience really shifts once you get into like november december yeah um because it's all about gifting so you want to be able to have a little bit of everything but i think in the non-holiday times like these these um community builders and unifiers for an event is, is something that I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of, um, from AF at least.
0: I love it. Uh, I want to go back to something that you said a minute ago uh, about the best part being, uh, surprised by, by brands that catch you off guard, you didn't know about, and obviously your experience is a little bit different. You're running point on making Mm -hmm. sure that everybody knows when they're going to load in their setup and where to find a good hotel or a good parking spot or grab a drink after uh, the event. But, um, so you've had interaction with with i would think most of the brands but who uh who surprised you that you, that you didn't know of or you didn't know very well that now you're a, a big fan of
1: yeah so there's there's a couple and they kind of are all different categories so i'll give cool. them to you um alcohol was was blade and bow um first of all their setup is really cool that's it's on our instagram but it's a um it's an old horse trailer that's oh, like cool. fully outfitted inside. So sink hardwood, but it's beautiful. It's almost like, um, it reminds me of a bar that I, that's in my neighborhood in, in Astoria. Um, you would want to walk into it. It has it's this beautiful Navy color. They have a, like a carriage seat that comes out so you can sit on it and like enjoy oh, cool. their drinks. Um, they had a really delicious drink, um, that I believe you can. Someone can correct me later if I'm wrong. Was um, created by Peter, who was was there. He works for Blade and Bow. Um, It's called the Stitzel Sour, and um, although I don't drink on the job, I like to grab one to have post show. Yeah, just a little treat. (laughs) Just a little nip. Um, But it was so delicious. Um, It was really good and their setup was just so cool very inviting they brought in fresh flowers for it like it was just very well thought out um and the product itself was delicious i also um really enjoyed hunker goods so they had again a very cool setup they had like um it almost felt like like a a parisian like store like you could walk Hmm. into it um, they had a really beautiful display case. And, you know, I think when I was talking, they were very busy. And so, yeah. you know, sometimes you have the opportunity to sit and chat with people. We have like a little gathering on Saturday night, you know, so we have time to really talk with folks. But um, they had a really cool setup that I just, every time I walked by, I was very drawn to. Um, so if you're not like following those guys, you should you should check them out cool Um, yeah they they seem like to get a t-shirt from them and i forgot so i'm gonna have to um order it online now to
0: find a way yeah i uh in talking to them did an episode with them probably a month or so ago definitely got the perspective that they do this a lot
1: yeah and i think they're you know a when it came to brands that I found myself like really drawn to, it really did come down to, I mean, like, of course the product, but we all, you know, we talked to these brands beforehand Yeah. and sometimes setups change. Like having been a vendor, when you get a certain space, you have to bring bring something or leave something behind. Yeah. Um, sometimes so, it's not
0: until you're there that you realize, oh, this, this might not and work. Man,
1: like we've been there with Ryan, like we've been like, oh, we can't bring that in. That's not going to fit or it's not going to look good, you yeah. know? And, um, Their, their setup is, um, really, really sick and just kind of felt, it felt like its own store. Like you could have kind of taken it out and put it anywhere and been like, I want to hang out there. I want to get a drink with these guys.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: Um, and then there was a super cool brand that the New Yorker and me loved called Trippy Outdoors. Okay. And they have these, like, they're almost like, they look like they're like planks that sit into each other to make a chair. So you like unfolded. Oh, oh like, I did see them. They're like so small. So like, of course, in my brain, I'm like, that takes up no space in my tiny apartment in New York. Right. Um, but they're very like modern looking. They have different sizes, um, but just their packability was really cool to me. Like it wasn't a basic, you know, camping chair. You could have right. it literally anywhere. They're waterproof. Um, but I really liked those guys and they have some like cool cool like trippy kind of like groovy t-shirts to go with it so we you know I'm always sold by the merch
0: yeah Mm, the swag swag is forever we love it dude I'm serious FOMO it sounds like I definitely missed a party down there
1: it was a pretty pretty cool event um and you know again like that's just like a snippet of the vendors that were incredible and there was there was so much to see, but not too much, which I kind of liked. Like you can easily have done a walk through. I think we ended up with seventy four brands total, indoor wow. and outdoor, um which is big. But it yeah. was like it wasn't so much that you didn't feel like you could see everything that you wanted to see. Yeah, um, yeah, and
0: that's a when we did uh, fair market, which is the venue we were in in Austin. We did that in two thousand nineteen. I think we had. Fifty-five brands, fifty-five mm-hmm. or sixty brands, and and that felt like it filled the space. Yeah, uh, we did not have the outdoor area um, at our disposal disposal in two thousand nineteen, but yeah. um, it and- is a that does add some some footage and. It didn't look didn't look overly crowded i mean that's like a tricky yeah tricky
1: and place I mean, with, maybe was, you don't think
0: about it if you're just attending but
1: right totally because you also want to have a good flow of traffic so i think it's that space you i mean you could if you really jammed brands in could have a hundred plus right if you're utilizing yeah. outside and like really filling the space inside but um the outdoor space was cool too just because it had it was a very easy place for people to like grab food and and sit we had the cowboy pools which I didn't, yeah. re, I didn't know those were a thing. Um, if I had the space, I would absolutely get one. Yeah. <laughs> they are rad.
0: Yeah. I think I'm actually interviewing them for the podcast, uh, next week.
1: Dude, so gonna, if they're, they see were also, what, um, what they can ship. Yeah. What's, what's possible for you to ship here. Yeah. They, um, they were right next to turtle box, which is a mm-hmm. cool, a cool, like a very rugged outdoor speaker. Yeah, totally. And, um, the speaker's completely waterproof. So they would yeah. toss they would will who works for turtle box would toss the turtle box into the pool and it would just float and play its music insane. and like it was wild yeah we, i'm like very much here for the demonstrations. So i'm like show yeah. me if i can drop that thing off of like a two-story building and it would still yeah. survive
0: insane you should have uh, the nokia brick phones come to an event to do something like
1: that literally it could be run over
0: yeah seriously still have Noble one school. actually
1: doesn't work but like i mean it, it would work probably if i turned it on
0: yeah never know
1: play some snake cool, dude
0: well i appreciate uh the recap um hopefully sounds like maybe we'll be back in texas again this year you, maybe? Might, not you might
1: see us back not gonna in... smell any
0: beans yet but um would love to see everybody would love to make it down myself um totally and, and you, were, check uh, it out you again. were
1: deeply missed
0: appreciate it dude By appreciate minute. that i would have loved to make it happen but just how <laughs> it goes how it the shakes down
1: had other plans i
0: guess so <laughs> cool dude well thanks again for sitting down with me um i'm sure folks uh can catch up with you in denver this year and if brands are listening and want to get involved in events where can people find you
1: Yeah, you can, um, you can always reach out to us on Instagram. That's like an easy way. You can email me personally. Um, it's L Mater, M A D E R, M is in Michael, at shopapps.co. Um, yeah, we've got like, I think it's 11 more weekends in Denver total for the year. That might be a little off. Um, but we've still got a few spaces in the fall and winter, which are like wildly quickly approaching and filling. Yeah. Um, but excited to be back in Denver and see maybe what the next the next large scale event is yeah. going to be.
0: Only time will tell. Thanks well, again, Lens. Good cool. to see you. See you. I'm Lucas Fitz, and this is AF Fireside. To learn more about all the brands featured on the podcast, check out fireside.shopaf.co. And don't forget to subscribe to us on your streaming platform of choice. Thanks for listening.